Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is March 10th. Today we are going to continue on in Genesis chapter 39 and we're going to take a look at the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife. Now, I told you yesterday that we were going to skip chapter 38 of Genesis, but that we would come back to it. The reason why I skipped it is because I wanted to explain why I believe that chapter is even there. It's interesting because chapter 37 ends with it saying how Joseph was sold into Egypt, into the house of Potiphar. And then chapter 39 picks up right there. It says, and this is who Potiphar was. And Joseph became this person in his house. And those two chapters, 37 and 39, blend together seamlessly. It's almost like chapter 38 was just inserted later. It doesn't fit and it doesn't make sense where it is, except that chapter 38 is going to stand as an amazing contrast with chapter 39. Chapter 38 tells the story of Judah, and it talks about his different sins and his immoral behaviors. And then all of a sudden, we're going to go into chapter 39, and it's going to tell us the story of Joseph. And it's going to talk to us about his moral choices and his moral behaviors. And so I love the way those two chapters kind of work together to show us this compare and contrast of immorality versus moral behavior. So let's jump into the story and let's see what we can learn. Starting in verse seven, it says, and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife, meaning Joseph's master's wife, cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wadeth not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath into my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph, day by day, that he hearkened not unto her to lie by her, or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time, that Joseph went into the house to do his business. And there was none of the men of the house there within. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand, and fled, and got him out." Okay, so let's pause there for a minute and talk about some principles that we see here. First of all, I think it's so important that we understand that sin has always been sin and that Satan has always been Satan and that temptation has always been temptation. The adversary has been playing the same game for a long time and he uses the same techniques and the same temptations then as he does now. And that's important to recognize because as we are trying to withstand temptation in our day, we can take a look and see how people did it back then. President Hinckley, speaking about this idea that sin has always existed, said this, challenging though as it may be, there is a way to apply traditional moral principles in our day. For some reason, there is constantly appearing the false rationalization that at one time in the long ago, virtue was easy and that now it is difficult. I would like to remind any who feel that way that there has never been a time since the creation when the same forces were not at work that are at work today. The influences today may be more apparent and more seductive, but they are no more compelling. 
You cannot be shielded entirely from these influences. They are all about us. Our culture is saturated with them. The old standard is challenged on every campus in America, but God has not abrogated his commandments. So trial, temptation, difficulty, the influence of the adversary has been around from the very beginning. And yes, it might be more in our face now than ever before, but it's important that we understand that it has always been this way. Because then we can take a look at stories like these with Joseph, and we can figure out how we can better shield ourselves against sin in our day. The first thing that we can see here with Joseph is that he remembers God. In this moment, in temptation, he didn't forget who God was, and he didn't forget his relationship with God. Notice in verse 9, he says, How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So remembering our relationship with our Father in heaven, remembering who God is, can help shield us against sin. Now, the next thing that I absolutely love is that we see that Potiphar's wife here is pretty relentless. It's just day after day, constantly. And the day that she finally was able to catch him, it says that he went into the house and there was none of the men in the house there within. So he was alone. Now, the thing that I think that we can learn from this is that in order to overcome temptation, And to stay away from sin, it's important to surround ourselves with people who value the same things that we value. People who help us be good. In the Strength of Youth pamphlet, it says, Everyone needs good and true friends. They will be a great strength and blessing to you. They will influence how you think and act and even help determine the person you will become. They will help you be a better person and will make it easier for you to live the gospel of Jesus Christ. Choose friends who share your values so you can strengthen and encourage each other in living high standards. Now, I think it's really important that we understand that nowhere in this does it say, choose friends who go to the same church as you. That's not the purpose of this message. The purpose is choose friends who have the same value systems. Choose friends who help you become a better person. Choose friends that it's easy to follow Christ in their presence. That may or may not be another member of the church, but our friendships should help us become better. We shouldn't constantly have to be fighting our standards when we're in the presence of our true friends. And here we see that Joseph got into trouble when he was alone, when he didn't have a support system around him, when he didn't have these other people in the house with him. Surrounding ourselves with good people who help us become better, especially in the face of temptation, is essential in overcoming sin. And then finally, in verse 12, we get the opportunity to see how Joseph responds when sin gets too close, when that temptation gets too close, we see how he responds. It says that Potiphar's wife grabs him by the garment, tells him to lie with her, and he leaves his garment behind him, and he runs. He lets go of everything holding him back, and he gets out of there. Now, that couldn't have been comfortable For Joseph, that was probably really awkward, but it didn't matter to him. He was willing to leave everything behind in order to flee from sin. Now, my friends, that being said, you all are the type of people who are 
seeking out the scriptures in your daily life. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't. So it's my guess that we aren't out there being constantly tempted to do these big, horrible sins. But what about the little things? Or what about the sins of omission or the sins of disposition? Are we willing to leave anything behind in order to draw closer to God? That might mean that there are things that we have to give up in life. For some, that might mean access to a smartphone where they can access certain web pages at any time of day or night. For some, it might mean giving up that smartphone so that they have time to focus on the scriptures. For some, this is my weakness, it might be waking up a little extra early so we have time in the scriptures, time to commune with God. For some, it might be working on our attitude when we're asked to serve or to reach out or to help. Whether it's sins of commission, sins of omission, or sins of disposition, what do we need to let go of and to leave behind so that we can not just run from sin, but so that we can run closer to God? It's my testimony that when we recognize those things, and if we take those things before the Lord, if we're willing to lay them down on the altar of God, it is my testimony that through the atonement of Jesus Christ, we can receive strength to leave behind the things that lead us to sin and strength to run closer to Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.